Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Live Lounge. Here we are, another week gone, and here we are, myself, Phil Bars, Jarlathy, and then Jack Gobby Garwood. Guys, we thought it was going to be a quiet week, didn't we? Wow, boy, <laughs> were we wrong. Um, yes. There we were on Monday thinking, right, what can we do to show about this week? Bang, the PDC, hold my coat. Boy, have we got some announcements for you guys. Jar, we'll come to you. What was your initial reaction as the bombshells just kept coming and coming? I'll be honest with you, mate. I honestly thought that we were going to be thinking, right, we're going to do sort of Ryder Cup sign sign of stuff here for a World Cup. Are we going to be discussing where events might be going? And then all of a sudden the PDC go, ah, do you know what, lads? We'll give you some content for tonight's show. We'll give you a running order for you. I was like going, initially I was there going, thanks very much. Secondly, though, I was thinking, Christ, you've got to keep up to date with everything for the website. But uh, it's been a mental couple of days, Phil. Yeah, Jack, for you, what, what, what was it like as your notifications were going ping, ping, ping? Absolutely mad. Because I'm sat here and I'm like, yeah, Autumn Series, that's really good. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the youth. And then they just kept dropping more and more and more. Um finalising with that that big bombshell of the, the four-event women's series. Um, that's massive, absolutely massive for the game. Um, obviously, we'll get more into detail into all of them, but I think they did it in the right order as well. So they kept things back. They got people interested early with the Autumn Series, saw how successful it had been before, and then dropped the daddy right at the end. And They know how to do this, don't they? They've got lockdown right, the PDC. Yeah, they're, um, they're, they're quite good at their job, aren't they, Matt, Barry and the gang? They're, they're all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this most players are on holiday as well. So most of them have been on their sun lounger or wherever they are in the Lake District, whatever, going, OK, I've got to change my mentality here a little bit because I know a couple of them put on Twitter that they were just ticking over, weren't doing anything in particular because they didn't know what was coming. Then all of a sudden, bang, fill your boots, boys. 
Well, yeah, it was it was just so interesting, to be really honest. I thought it was, especially when the first uh, rumblings came out, because we'd heard there was a couple of bits and bobs around the Autumn series that we'd heard on the grapevine through a couple of people. We heard that they were thinking about doing Pro Tours. We were thinking it was going to be the start of this month. So to put that into that Autumn series perspective is fantastic. And I'm, I'm, I'm with everybody that's already said this. I absolutely love this. I absolutely love the Autumn Series idea. I think it's going to be meant. The Summer Series is fantastic. And I honestly think that this is where we keep, should keep doing Pro Tours now. Forget every single weekend. Let's make it, in particular, for the final uh, of tournaments, for the final qualifications, let's do five, six Pro Tours because this is going to be another brilliant idea. Summer Series is great. No. Builder Time is going to be fantastic. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm fully behind it. We'll come to that in a second, but... We've overlooked that the Premier League starts in again in a little under what three and a half weeks ish. Yeah, um, or three we're getting ready to get back in that bubble, Phil. Everyone, oh, you get ready to get back in the bubble. Wait. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but everyone's forgotten that we've got now. I'm going to say we've got seven nights in Milton Keynes. Barry said it, so that's good enough for me. Um, officially, <laughs> it's still six. However, yeah. um, it's in, it was in Barry's press release so we're good with it it's going to be seven and I think the favourite is Glasgow that's going to go however I'm going to put out there now and I'll come to you guys in a minute I think that the Premier League will be finished in Milton Keynes full stop Jack what do you reckon yeah sadly I agree I don't think we're going anywhere near Scotland anytime soon obviously today they've shut down pubs and bars in, in an area as well. They seem to be a little bit stricter than we have been in, in England. Um, you mean Nicholas Sturgeon? Yeah, I, I just think... Think... <clears throat> Let, let's not do politics <laughs> tonight, shall we? <laughs> we could be here even longer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you've killed the trailer for now. Brilliant. But I just think that Milton Keynes worked. It, it definitely worked. The match play is the second biggest event ranking event in the year they absolutely nailed it it was brilliant i think that the, the fan noise got better as i went through the week the way they they dressed up the arena was class the production as always was was top quality this isn't us kissing our spine the way if it was crap we'd sit here and say it was absolutely crap um but yeah. i just think they got it absolutely bang on all week nailed it and they've proven it works and i just think there's going to be a time when the PDC will need to push for fans. But until that is absolutely necessary for something like the World Championships, toe the line a little bit. Let, let's not push it in any political departments. Let, let's not try going for too much like we've seen happen with a snooker. I don't have to worry about getting people back out again. Let's let's get the events done, put on a good show, fulfil the, the needs of the TV broadcasters. And then when you get to your big events, go all out and watch the reception that will get from people returning to it. No, 100%. I agree with you on that one. Right, so we've got a busy show. We're going to switch screens. Here we are. Oh, anyone think we've done this before, lads? Absolute seamless. <laughs> oh, we're getting there now. We're getting we're there now. <laughs> so, for, first up, there is only one place to start, and that is the Autumn Series. Like the summer series and like we touched on earlier before we get into this everyone as well by the way whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube get your questions in and we will answer them as we go as well we've got the question screen up so we can see them coming in um, live 
So we will do our best to answer them if we can. If we can't, we'll just make an answer up. But no, going back to the Autumn series. What we do for the rest of the show. I think this... Standard. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, like, like you say, just just looking at the autumn series, I'm I'm really intrigued by this because players know what it's about now. There's, I suppose, the only questions are: is it going to be as strict in Hildesheim in Germany than as it was in Milton Keynes? I don't think it will be because I I, I don't think that the, the 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 bubble was that strict really for the match play from what we were hearing on on the dart show and everything like that and they create that sort of semi bubble, didn't they? Saying that people could go yeah. you know now I mean Phil you you yourself were in the bubble for a while so you knew exactly what was going on and you knew that you could leave the hotel but you had to stay there overnight and all that sort of stuff which I know the PDC were trying yeah. to achieve with that semi bubble environment. I think the rules in Germany are a little bit more relaxed. Because they've had obviously done it better than the UK have. Let's just put it out there. Um, but uh, look, I honestly it doesn't matter whether whether it's going to be as strict. I think the fact that they're going over to Germany for five pro tours is massive, absolutely massive. And the fact that they're going to go there, and as well, of course, they've got, they've got the World Series qualified the day before, which I know we'll get to shortly. But having that consecutive day of runs is massive as well because it's going to give people a chance to play into the event isn't it? It's going to get that chance to play themselves into a day. It's going to give themselves the chance to play into the World Grand Prix. We saw Ricky Evans play really well in the first three days, uh, in particular on uh, on the day of the Summer Series, and that helped him get up into the match play. So I don't think it's going to be as strict. What I do think, though, is, is that it's going to be certainly interesting, because I think it's going to be like the majority of Pro Tours, isn't it? Anybody who's been to a pro tour that, that we know, you know, you don't get that opportunity for fans to get in there. You have to be very silent, no phones. It's a real strict environment on the pro tour. I just think it's going to be a normal pro tour day, just with maybe a bit more added things in there with, with him in Hildesheim. Yeah, God, you? Um, I think it's an interesting move. I think oh, I can understand why it's gone there. I, I definitely think it is to do with the fact that at the minute, restrictions are a little bit looser in Germany. Um, geographically, hotel-wise, there is no nothing on site at Halle, as far as I'm aware. Um, no, there for the boys that have travelled from from the youth tour before, it, it's effectively a big warehouse hangar. It's like going down to the cow shed in Exeter, but five years into the future. Um, and and so, no cheering. Yeah, so I, I believe that they must have done that because they believe the restrictions will be looser. Um, also, maybe travelling into Germany will be a little bit easier for those that missed out in the summer series. Um, and the other thing I think of is that they're using Milwaukee Keynes for snooker at the same time, so they had to find somewhere. That, that would be my last option as to why it's gone abroad. But even then, I think they would have looked at relocating to the UK first. So I think all those factors contribute to an international autumn summer series and why not i think germany have definitely. lost enough events this year as well so this might keep yeah, them norm- germany normally have some events then did they just Was a germany few normally busy for events 70 percent of the euro yeah. tour premier league world series the world cup it's like china for the snooker <laughs> just a quick one Jar. we've lost your audio mate so if you can unmute and unmute yourself so we can hear you uh, quick question from Kate on Facebook um, we don't know if Glasgow is gone we're assuming it's Glasgow because of the tougher restrictions so that would be our educated guess but we don't know 
um, is the honest answer. Um, so, John, oh, can you can you hear us again now, buddy? I can hear you. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, he's back. He's he's back. Hey, At least it's not me again. yet Happy this day. week. I'm <laughs> 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 um, ready. Ready. Ten minutes in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no. Like like I said, the autumn series will be interesting as well, and for the prep as well, because will the European lads adjust easier than what they did in Milton Keynes, and will the Eng or the UK players have that adjustment when they go over as well? Because intriguingly, there is a World Series qualifier on the 11th, the night before the Pro Tour. So it will be interesting to see which players take that option up and use it and which ones don't. What do you reckon, Jar? Um, well, Gobby, Gobby, you've obviously played on the Dev Tour yourself, haven't you? So you've yeah. you've been on there yourself and played and you know a load of more players that play over in Hildesheim. It is difficult to adjust, is it not? Going into foreign country, and this is um, this is not just for UK players going over to Europe. This is for players all over the show, basically coming in from uh, from all over the world into the UK. It's different when you haven't been in that country for so long, trying to adjust, is it not? Yeah, I think so. I think some of the boys I spoke to said they, they don't particularly like going abroad. It's far more easier and comfortable to stay at home. Um, the main reason that a lot of them have gone in the past is that a lot of the English boys don't tend to travel. So without being disrespectful, that leg of the development tour seems to be a little bit easier that weekend. That, that's why that's got such an appeal. Obviously, you've got the, the German culture as well at the same time. But that that opportunity to maybe do some more damage in a slightly reduced quality field is, is a big plus for those on the development tour. But the fact that the World Series is on the night before the Autumn Series surprises me a bit. I just think for a qualifier of that significance to be on TV, that we've got limited opportunities of of the year, why is that the first event? Why is it not scattered somewhere in the <laughs> middle? Give the players a chance to, to get back into it. But does that show to, to you, though, does that show how, how little care the PDC really have for the World Series a little bit? I appreciate it's a big tournament. I appreciate it's a tournament for ITV that people really will watch, will watch because especially we've not had that much televised darts on. We haven't had any free-to-air TV darts since the UK Open, which normally you'd have the World Series going on throughout the summer. But does that show really what the PDC potentially might think of the World Series qualifier itself? Like, just get it out of the way. We'll just have to, or do they have to just confirm the fixtures so that people know what they're going to be watching on the week in Salzburg? I think a bit of both, if I'm being honest. I think that because of the Premier League situation, time is very limited to mm. get that qualifier in. And I, I think that this was literally the only place they could put it because they couldn't get everyone over Pro Tours aren't for a qualifier. that lengthy anymore. They could gradually start a couple of days slightly earlier and slot it on to maybe like the Wednesday or the Thursday evening. Yeah, possibly. We also um, saw the difficulty with people getting their COVID tests back. If they have to secure bubble again for this, they can't push a late night start back for a 
Well, well, that's, where, well, that's where the PDC, the PDC will come in there, won't they? And they'll say that everybody will have to get there on the Thursday night if they're going to secure bubble it. And therefore, they'll have the COVID test on the Thursday night. Friday morning will be when they get the results back. And if it's a late night start for the qualifier, to be fair, I don't think the majority of people probably play in the World Series qualifiers, if you want me to be brutally honest. I think the majority of people probably won't even turn up for it. I think that you'll probably get about 50, 60 tour card holders that will probably go. So, if so, Mike, I don't know. appearance prize money for a year that they've been void of opportunity my gut reaction is there won't be a covid test i can't see how there is if if that's the first event yeah my 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 gut reaction is that there there won't be a covid test but we've got a question on youtube and this ties into the autumn series as well it's race for the grand prix this is a big bearing on, Mm -hmm. on that and and Phillips asked us, looking at the race, who do we think is most likely to get in that's not currently in the field? Well, well, yes. Um, looking at it, I, I've just got, I've got the, I've got the, yeah, I've got the rankings in front of me right it's now. Very close. Obviously, by the way, I wish it I is did. very, very close. <laughs> well, it, like I said, if you get um, if you get dartsrankings.com, mate, it's the best. Like, by the way, just to everybody, by the way, if you ever want to uh, ever want to check on any sort of race or anything like that. Go to dartsrankings.com. It is the absolute goat of ways of doing things. It's brilliant. Um, Looking at it, Danny, Danny Moppet's in third, and Brendan, D- well, they're one, two, and three, and all on 28 grand. So yeah. you'd like to think that they're, they're done and dusted. Ryan Joyce in fourth on 20 grand is only seven grand from 16. Now, that's I'd be very, not very a lot surprised. of money. I'd, no, I'd still be very, very surprised if anybody who hasn't already got twenty thousand pounds loses out of their place well, in the Grand Prix. No, I, I agree. But all I'm saying is, if Chris Dobie wins the first Pro Tour and twenty three grand, and sorry, yeah. Ryan Joyce didn't, he, he he then jumps above. He goes from outside in seventeen to a blink of an eye. He's then in fourth spot on the order of merit. That's that's how close it. It is. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give give a couple of things here. First of all, Devin Peterson in the top sixteen. I really hope that he stays in that top sixteen and qualifies for the Grand Prix because he deserves to with the year that he's the year that he's had already. I'm going to throw a name in here for you, and this is an interesting one, I think. But I'm going to throw a name in here for you, Mar the big the big bad Dutchman, Martin Kleermacher. I'm going to throw a name in there and say that I think Martin Kleermacher has got not a half a bad a chance of getting into that Grand Prix. In particular, in the Summer Series, he was playing really well. He looked steady, made a couple of last 16s, I think as well, if my memory says me correctly. And he's been playing really, really well. I've got a funny feeling that the big Dutchman might just be doing bits, enough bits to qualify in his maiden year for the Grand Prix, which would be one hell of an achievement for him. Well, even as low as Vincent van der Voort in 24th, after the world match play he had, would you write, write yeah. Big Vincent off? And then he can go and bulldoze I'm, some I'm cities even lower than that. I think, this is, I think this is bunched up a lot more than we had approaching the summer series and the world match play. I'm looking as low as... I think Jason Lowe's got a great shout. I think I, he's that's not a shout I think either. he's one of the most underrated shout, players on the tour. I just think he's fantastic when he gets going if he puts a run together to a semi-final to a final that he's more than capable of 
he could easily sneak in. Wayne Jones loves a qualifier, so he'll be at that for the Grand Slam. Don't <laughs> forget the Grand Prix. Um, yeah. I, I can't see anyone coming from further back than that, to be honest. I just think that that's a bit too much to make up. Um, I will be very surprised if Chris Doby and Jeff Smith don't make moves. I know they're the next two, 17 and 18. I was about to say that the form that Jeff Smith's shown on the floor, I think he gets in and I think Doby does as well. And, I, and I'm looking at yeah. the list of the, the ones that are there. Jamie Hughes, we've said it before, finds a way to lose lose good games. Yeah. Um, Dirk van Dijvenboda, if this was four months ago, I'd have said shooing. However, we don't know what he, Dirk's going to do. Kim Hybrek's in no form to write home about whatsoever, and he's only just well, 1,750. Deshwan, no form at all, for we saw from the match play. Still bugged by the shoulder yeah. injury. Pains me to say it. Stevie Beaton, not in the best of Nick right now. No. Was no. disappointing in the summer series and for his standards in, in the um, match play. I think the ferret, I think he will get in because his floor form's good. I um, yeah. and dead bits. I, just, I think he in, just, in the he's summer series. Kind of lucky draw at the match play. Yeah, and, and Big Dev is in the form of his life right now, so I think he gets in yeah. as well. So the question, I, I, I think, think it's about, Jeff Smith yeah. from from outside from the ones that are outside or... at the moment. Yeah, for me, Jeff, Jeff Smith, I think gets in just because his floor form's so good. I'm, I'm still going to maintain Martin Kermacher has got half a chance. If he keeps going the way that he was playing in the Summer Series, we've got half a chance of seeing him right now. Also, really quickly, 100%. I'm going to say there's about five. I think there's about five, like you said, there's about, I'm going to say there's about seven or eight players that I'm really worried about. If they have an absolutely shocking Summer Series, I am going to be, they're, they're going to be in real danger. Like you say, Highbrecht to Spahn, I think even Joe Cullen. I, I think Joe Cullen as well might be in danger with the way that he's playing at the moment. He's in no form either. I know he, I know he, uh, with the way that he lost to Dimmy, uh, I know he's an eventual champion, but I'm not too sure. Like you say, Stevie B, Clayton's obviously got great floor form, but I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm so happy by the way that Dirk's up there, by the way, because I want to hear the chainsaw on Milton Keynes stage. There's no way we're not, there's no way we're going to double it <laughs> for, for a kickoff, but I, I, I want to hear the chainsaw. I want to see him get the chainsaw out. On the on the stage in Milton Keynes, that's what I want so much. Well, could you imagine the, the big chainsaw in NK? Just don't let Vincent hear that. <laughs> yeah, no We've got problems. Don't let him hear it in the in the Winter Gardens or the pirate being swimming <laughs> pool <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's like, no, but it, seriously, it, 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 I think buddy. I think three of the four um, so, yeah. just outside. I think Bobby Smith and Clearmacker are all very good shouts considering the form of those above. They need to start well. They don't need to be chasing throughout the series. But I think they've all got a good shout. And I think from further afield, I think Jason Lowe's the one that's got the ability to have that superb run for a day that, that puts him in out of nowhere. Really quickly. Yeah, really quickly. So I, know we've got, I know we've got a load of us to talk about, but really quickly about Jason Lowe. He is absolutely mint. Should have beaten Michael Van Gogh in the UK Open. I know could have, would have, should have, but should have done that. Probably could have beaten him 10-0 because he had doubles at every leg for the first 10 legs for a kickoff. He then also was playing top 16, top 32, re- a lot of times on the floor. 
He's a dangerous, dangerous player, is Jason Lowe. He's got a couple of more years to add to his prize money to get onto the Pro Tour. And like you say, Gob, if he makes a well, if he makes the Grand Prix, that would not be a surprise, I think, to the majority of people because he's playing really well. Yeah, again, just before we close the autumn series off, uh, Patrick on Facebook, uh, yes, it was the same for everyone coming in at Milton Keynes. They are temperature checked and screened every day, and I think that's what they'll they'll do for this as well, mate. I completely agree. And Sam on YouTube, thank you very much, mate. Yeah, we told you we'd get there. And yes, this is going to be a weekly thing. You're going to have our mugs and voices every week for your darting joy, pleasure. Are they the words that's a shame you for you there. That's a shame for him, um, there, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll let him be the judge of that. We're just we're just going to be yeah, every right. week. That's the autumn <laughs> series. Now this, this this next one was an interesting one in our WhatsApp chat. That's for sure. The World Series is out. There will be a World Series final without a World Series event. Look, everyone moaning on social media. It shouldn't happen. Let's just put this one out there. It's part of a TV deal. Broadcasters want it, so it's going to happen. It's not ranked, I so saw, the PDC can do what they want. I saw, by the way, a really Correct. quick one, actually, around this. The, 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 the champions, people saying that, why would you not just put the Champions League on? Well, a couple of things. First of all, the Champions League TV deal ran out last year with the BBC, and they haven't re- and they haven't re-signed the new one, so why the hell are they going to do that in this year of all years? And secondly, ITV, like you say, Phil, have got a TV contract all the way through to the end of the year. They've had no World Series events. They want a World Series event. They're going to get one. <laughs> exactly. Um, evening, Richard, as well. Mr. Stanway has joined us. Right, so... Even we'll the seeds first. I don't, there's only one talking point in the seeds. Michael Van Gerwen, number one. Peter Wright, two. Gerwen Price, three. Michael Smith, four. Rob Cross, five. Nathan Aspinall, six. Daryl Gurney, seven. That's the top seven in the world, isn't it, gentlemen? It is. Yep. So don't make me fight over my edges. boys again. <laughs> so <laughs> would we expect that James Wade would be the eighth seed. No. I said, would no. we expect? We obviously know he's not. No. But the PDC... No, 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 no. I, I, I wouldn't expect it. Seed. <laughs> no, I wouldn't um, expect it. If, if, I, I wouldn't expect it at no, all. We, we said we'd leave politics out of it this week. Based on the previous seven names Phil listed, should James Wade be number eight? But No, but he shouldn't, though. No. Because he's not Why? been in a World Series event. Because he hasn't been invited to a World Series event. Simple as plain as that. Well, he had no. He had there was well, no, he and he's not invited, invited in, in, to a World Series event, and he finished runner-up last year. Yeah, and he was a qualifier. Well, he was an invited player. Sorry, he's a World Series of Darts well, qualifier. So let him do what he likes. Well, Gary was in every John, World off, Series event. Go, going off your theory, then. Daryl Gurney shouldn't be seeded because he only had America and Fallon Sherrick should be seed seven because she had them all. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Make Gary make Gary up to seven <laughs> and put Fallon Sherrick as a team. <laughs> because this um, because gents, here's, here's my here's my argument, right? So on a serious note, this isn't me trying to like scare the bait or anything like that for once in my life. The point is is this if this would have been on the World Series Order of Merit, the seeds, would it not? Would it not? The World Series Order of Merit would have gone yeah. would have would have determined the eight seeds. So on that basis, yes. Gary Anderson would have been seeded because he was going to be in every single event. 
the majority, I, I would be very, very surprised if Alan Sherritt wasn't seeded unless someone had come through the field as a qualifier and got up into the eight seed because of the amount of money that she would have got. All right. So at minimum, Fallon would have been eight seed. I probably think she should have been higher because Hang we all know her stage game is absolutely in the last three years, four years, Kyle Anderson and Damon Hetter have found themselves for seeds after going through the field. So it's not impossible. No, I know. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that unless something happens like that, which is not necessarily very rare, but it, it, it's very, it's it's not like I say, two or three people come through a, a, a World it's Series. It's heavily you know? weighted towards the so, Australasia Series. I give you that because Cadby was there as well because we get three events compared to everyone else getting one. But yeah, the Australian absolutely. boys have so, the so best what, opportunity to just not just Absolutely. So what I'm saying is, is that maybe, in my opinion, then. The majority of these players were not going to be. We're going to be there. I mean, I don't. I mean, Michael Smith. To be fair, Michael Smith had only hadn't got a World Series event at this point, had he? I think I don't. He hadn't got Copenhagen. Uh, no, I think chatting to him, I think he was probably going to get Germany. Was the was the talk? Germany was going to get a World Series event. Um, Bloody hell, that doesn't happen at all. Um, <laughs> no, in all seriousness, right? In all seriousness, okay. The, the point. The point is, is that. Gary going up to the eighth seed, not really a surprise. He's prime time. He's box office. I know Wade is a former World Series champion. He's defending the title that he course he won in 2018. He's looking to try and regain that title. But in my opinion, Gary, you know, it's not a surprise to me. If Gary's in every talk, in every event, then and he would have been, put him in there. I think if I'm James Wade, I'm a little disappointed, if I'm being honest. But moving on to I'm the still invite, going. Oh, are you still going to the event? <laughs> Still going. Right. The, the the invites, this is where it gets interesting. So the invited players are James Wade, Dave Chisnell, Ian White, Dimitri Vandenberg, Kyle Anderson, Cody Harris, Jeff Smith, Darius Labanowskis, Mensor Sulovic, Fallon Sherrick, Simon Whitlock, and Damon Hetter. Are there two notable names not on that list that should be? Yes. 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 Uh, yes. And I think we can all agree that the glaringly obvious one straight away being a World Series event is Christoph Ratajski. How is he not on that list, gentlemen? Oh, I thought you were going to say Mervyn King. I was going to go John come on to him in a minute. <laughs> John yeah, uh, not like to I mean, we've already discussed this. <laughs> yeah, they're very true, actually. He is stopping the English he, getting in and the Scottish getting out and spreading he's the saying, virus. He, he, actually, he, he, was the, he was the contender in Aberdeen, wasn't he? And Aberdeen's a city in lockdown. So Ab, so as actually the big Hendo yeah. weekend, though, is him just sitting across the Aberdeen border right now, making sure no one gets out because he hasn't left the P&J yeah, since February. Big, big, yeah, big Nick's grinded Hendo, so he's out. But no, going back to <laughs> how is Ratajski not in there, Gob? I don't know. That that one absolutely baffles me. I mean, we've seen opportunities given to some of the young Dutch boys before. I mean, we're missing the German contingency as well internationally. I mean, they're not the big ones to miss. I don't think Hopp and Schindler in that great a form. Clemens possibly will get onto him in a bit. But how Ratajski, who, who now finds himself in the top 16 of the world, is, is a new market for the PDC to go at. How, how quickly that's growing for the sport of darts, we don't really know. But Surely, surely, if you're going to give invites, that there's four Australasian guys down there that we've seen, for, three of them we've seen for the last two, three, four years in a row. And I accept that they would have had three or four World Series, but at this stage, would they have all qualified? 
I, I just think not, Rattarski, being honest. Everybody knows my feelings on Ritarski. I think he's absolutely mustered. I think 14th in the world class. I think he'll be 16th or, or climbing, definitely. He'll be in the top eight um, with one good run at a major this year. I, I just think he, he's got absolute stones. I think he is good to watch. I, I think some people would argue with that, but I think he is mid to watch. Um, and how they've missed him out is beyond me. No, I agree completely. The next one, which I think we all agree on, the man that sat top of the Premier League, fresh into the top 16 in the world, man on a charge, Glenn Darren. And I can see, Jar, you're shaking is... your head. Would he have been an invite for oh. you? He would have been the first invite, Phil. He would have been the first invited. I'd be on fat. Ahead of the match great champion. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Because yeah, I'm, because, I, I, okay, again, I'm struggling. Yeah, I, no, go look, on, Jar. This is Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Duran is possibly has been probably the most, one of the most consistent players in the in the PDC for the last two years since he's since he's arrived on the scene. Would we all agree on this? Right. Yeah. To make the top to make the top twelve in the world, where 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 he is at the moment, you know, the top thirteen in the world. Without having a t- a TV title under your name, as well, is absolutely ridiculous. If he's to go and finish in the top ten before this year's World Championships, I think we, I think Phil, you said it on our one of our match play dailies, and I agree with you that if he finishes in the top ten of the world before the World Championships, that is probably one of the biggest achievements ever in the PDC, which is absolutely ridiculous. Massive. He had a quarter final run at the World Championships, yeah, and I know he's won. I've made three semi-finals, two of them obviously ranked. He's top of the Premier League in his debut year in the Premier League, full time. How on earth is he not in the Prem- in the World Series of Darts of Finals? It is absolutely ludicrous. He's marketable. The PDC, the fans all over the world, love him because of because of his uh, of his strong roots. He would have been absolutely ridiculous. He would have been brilliant. He would have been brilliant to have in that tournament. I've just seen Richard Stanway on YouTube actually saying that Glenn would should have been in hundred percent. Totally agree with you, Richard. He is yeah. mint. He's mustard. And how on earth he's got any, he hasn't got an invite is beyond my comprehension. Now, a couple of players on this list. Now, I know we're all friends with Carl and he's a great guy, but he can count himself rather fortunate to get an invite to this. Gob? Yeah, just a bit. Um, he he, he wasn't in any really... whatsoever before... Yeah. He went back home for COVID, and I'm not sure he's picked up a dart in between, has he? Don't think so. I know that he's he's left the unicorn as a manufacturer, um, having discussions, whatever. But that's for him. Um, yeah, I just I'm glad. I'm happy for him. Like very close to him. He's a fantastic bloke. Always has been. Very very close friend of mine. But his his form suggests that he wouldn't have been one of the players that you invite here. Like, he would have been involved in the Australia, Australasian legs. He would have been in wherever they are this year because they keep rotating them. Um, he, he is massive at home in Australia, especially after he, he won that final against um, Corey in Auckland. Um, so I, I think that is counting for him. But, yeah, it's a weird bunch think- of invited players for me. Why has Darius been invited, by the way? What? Why has Darius been invited out of interest? He's playing in the Copenhagen event. 
he'd been given the invite for Copenhagen. So I'm guessing, I'm just thinking logically here, because that, that event didn't happen, they've still given him. But we're talking one. about, right, we're, we're talking we're, we're talking about new markets to the PDC, okay? Lithuania, all due respect, is not as big of a market as Poland at the moment for the PDC in terms of Ratajski, right? We are suggesting, are we not, that if Ratajski keeps going the way that he's going, are we not suggesting that, that that Poland could get a World Series event sooner rather than later and potentially be on the list potentially of getting a Premier League night alongside Berlin and Rotterdam? Uh, would we not agree with this? I think possibly. Um, I still think that mate, one one player coming through maybe doesn't justify it yet. I think that the logical no, step just, would be to have a Euro fine. Tour event there. I think the yes, logical yeah. would yes. go and have a Euro Tour event there and see how it develops, can they sell tickets there and, and everything like that. Um, but just going back to the ones that are thing, I think Cody Harris, I don't get that one at all. I don't I don't get it. Because you've already got the Australasian just, connection. It's just one too many for me. Yeah, I think four from that group is, is a bit strong. Yes, they would have had, like I keep saying, more opportunities to qualify because of the way that the World Series runs. But I think four from that into 12, I think, is is quite heavily weighted. Um, I, I just think it's a weird bunch in general. There's, there's no real theme to it. There's, there's no real, are these the most entertaining 12 players in the world you can find? Probably not. Men- Mentor Sulevich can perform, but he's compared to someone like Adrian Lewis to watch or Glenn Durant, is he as entertaining? Probably not. It's it's just a weird balance of players that possibly would have made this stage depending on former World Series events. Ian White on TV. We, we've been saying for years Ian White should get more opportunities and uh, and more chance and whatever, but at the expense of retired skin Glenn Durant, this time I'm not so sure. No, I, I, mean, I, I yeah. tend to... And, and I get he's a big draw as well, but once Simon Whitlock's not seeded... Yeah. There's no disrespect to Simon. He's fantastic. and he had a great run at, at the World Match Play that we perhaps weren't quite expecting, but he does get an awful lot of opportunities that other players wouldn't. I am absolutely... For someone that's in form of some of the other players. I'm absolutely staggered, by the way. I, I think this people put that there are no German players. I know we talked about this. I am staggered yeah. that there are no German players invited into this. I think he spent a four players from Australasia. I am absolutely staggered, especially because you're going to Austria for the finals. Like it's not that far of a drive from Germany to Austria. I mean, I appreciate seven and a half hours to get to to get to Salzburg from Hildesheim on the day before. So uh, good luck everybody driving down there on that Wednesday and Thursday uh, for the World Series after Hildesheim five. Um, after five straight days of Pro Tools and a World Series qualifier, potentially. But I am staggered that there's no German players. Gabe Clement should be in there 100%. 100%. Gabe Clement should be in there. I think being a World Series as well, Jose D'Souza can count himself unlucky. Yeah. Very much so. Great form. Of who, does not want, who does not want to see anybody coming down to Pitbull? I know yeah. you want me. Come on now. None of the right? Dutch balls have been now. invited. And they've been massively involved for the last few years. Well, Danny Knocker got to the final last year. Exactly. Last yeah. year's finalist isn't the there. Yes, right. He went for a qualifier, but he still made the final last year. Surely he deserves opportunity. 
The PDC are taking a massive risk if they're expecting the players that we're saying have missed out to go through qualifiers. They could all draw each other in the first two rounds and knock up most of their field out. Yes, it's it's an interesting one, that's for sure. Like we say, there's, there's a qualifier. There are still four spots up for grabs, so it will be interesting to see who comes through those qualifiers. But qualifiers is the luck of the gods on the day. You're not necessarily going to get the best four players for the tournament. Correct. I think we can all agree on that one. Correct. So that is the PDC World Series final. And we we knew it would take something, but we thought the PDC couldn't trump this. However, hold my coat. We've got this. Then they dropped the Women's Series. And this is split darts fans all over the world. Personally, Why? I'm a massive, massive fan of what the PDC have done here. I think it is absolutely mint. I think it's mint. Is it going to split you? No. And I think Gob, are you going to come in and say that yeah. this isn't a good idea? I just... For everything the PD said, PDC have said for the last decade about it being a meritocracy, and if you're good enough, then you'll make it. This this just throws it out of the window. That they finally got a tour card holder who's proven you can make it that way. They've given up the World Cup spots the last couple of years. It's, I, I don't mean it disrespectfully, but it it feels like a handout too far. Right. So, no, so it's fantastic. I just I understand why they've done it, and I think it's the the big. Fallon caused the explosion in women's darts by doing what she did at the World Championships. And I think if the PDC don't act on it, they will lose the crest of the wave that that created, that it won't have the impact it would have at any other time of the year. Or if they were to do it later, if, if that suddenly starts losing attraction or interest or the, the three established ladies players in, in the picture there don't go on to pick up more wins or do anything of considerable note over the next back end of the six months of the year so to, to get them into more majors gives them opportunities for these things to happen and keeps that that bubbling explosion going but it goes back to that point i just said at the start and we've said it when they were just giving out entries to the world championships for the highest ranked german player that got max hop in and they did it that's how christopher tarski made his pdc debut let's not forget he was the video world master at the time and they offered it to to him as the highest ranked Polish player, I think at the time or, or something. So it just feels like a handout too far when you've got a hundred other tour card holders that have to keep doing this by competing and, and not being given these opportunities on a plate. Here's my, here's my argument to that, right? Here's my argument to that. You play, as I keep saying before, you played on the development tour, did you not? Right? You play on the dev tour. Well, that's neither here nor there. You, you're a former development tour player. There are players that have come through the development tour that also play on the main tour. Okay? We've got, we've had Ted Everts, Luke Humphreys, Jeffrey Desvan, people like that. The reason why these players are starting to perform well, particularly from the youth tour now into the, into the area that they are doing, Dimitri Vandenberg, for Christ's sake, back-to-back 
World Youth Champion and now the World Match Play Champion. The Dev Tour works to get players through there because it gives them the opportunity to play against their peers before they get up onto the stage and onto the big stage, in particular at Ali Pali. Why is this not the same for the Women's Series? Give the opportunity for the women to grow, for the top players to play against themselves, to offer them a title, and for the other players alongside that woman, alongside those women to get better. You're not going to get an opportunity for some women, in particular in darts, to get better and put them against a Michael Van Gerwen or a Peter Wright because it might destroy their confidence. You know, play it against people that that they, they know, well, necessarily they know, but also says their ability, and they can play those top stars to get better, to give them the opportunity. It's the same. It's the same thing with the development tour. It's the same I don't thing. Think it is. Uh, it's the same thing. Development tour, in my opinion, once you pick up your tour card, you're developed. I've stated that from the start. Mm. Once you've picked up your tour card, mm. you're developed. You are good enough to be a professional dart player. At that point, I know you have to be top 32 in the world, but again, what I said it, once you've picked up your tour card, you're a professional player. You are developed. I don't care how old you are. If you're good enough to pick up that tour card, you should not be allowed to be playing on that development tour. Despite the opportunity it gives you to progress, that should be a decision that, that players make. It's effectively somebody turning pro in the NBA but still playing college midweek because they're 18, 19. It's just not right. So I, I, this isn't me anti-women's darts, but I'm a massive fan of women's darts. I think they're a massive opportunity. Yeah. My, my favourite part of the BDO World Championships for the last couple of years has been watching the women play. And I think the opportunities and the potential to see some of these players is great. But like I said, it just feels like a handout too far. Charlie's asked on YouTube, how many lady players do we think will turn up for the Women's Series? Judging off the reactions of social media, I say lots. I have yeah. to say, Charlie, I think that most women are genuinely excited by this, that they've got an absolute huge crack at the whip here. It's not just a playoff like it is for the Worlds. We've got massive competing, competitive darts for them to play over a sustained period. And as well, that, that again, oh, that, that only helps the women in particular. Yeah, I, I think that can only help the women, though. I, I really do. I think that having four events back to back, like a development tour event, it's also as well a chance for the PDC to see if there's that many people that want to turn up and play. Because we've always talked about would there be a women's tour like there would be with the challenge tour and the dev tour? If if people come up and turn up and play. Then they might say, okay, well, we'll play eight events next year and we'll, you know, we'll do, and then maybe go to 12 and 16 and see how it goes. Because there's no doubt in my mind at the moment. I mean, if, God, if you know a lot more that, about amateur darts. Yeah, sorry, God, go on, go on. If they're going to do a women's tour on the side, then surely the women should no longer be allowed to compete with the men again. And that's, that's the problem with the tour. And that's the problem with keep building up all these opportunities for me. At some okay, point, I, I you have to it. make a decision whether they are just everybody is a blanket player and you treat everybody the same, or there's a separate women's tour and you stop pushing them as as potential tour card holders competing in the men's world championships. For me, I look at it. I think to, to do it the men's event and a ladies' event isn't fair. For me, I think the ladies' game is probably 15, 20 years behind the men in terms of the yeah. men have been given opportunities after opportunities and after opportunities. Now, for me, darts is a sport where the two can compete side by side. However, the ladies need that opportunity first to get their game and their standards yeah. up to where the men's is. 
And I don't think that one or two can do it. As we know, Fallon, Lisa, Makuru now can do it. But the I rest agree. of them need the opportunity. Yeah, jury's still out. She will be amazing. But I don't know if consistently yes. Bo can do it. Yeah, she will right. in time. I've got no doubt about that at all. But but I just think the women need a platform where they can grow their games, grow their confidence, and get better and better and better. So I think in 10, 15 years, can I see lots of ladies in the tour? A mixed tour? Yes. 100%. But, but right now, yes. I think they need that platform to grow their game. I, 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 I'm with you here. Possibly, but I think but that I, if... I worry about the end yeah, but but hang on, Sorry, the, but hang on, the gov. I think that, that yeah, I was just saying. I think that Phil's right here in saying that. Do I think that the women's series will last for the till the end of time with with the PDC? Probably not, because they're they're going to realise they're going to go. Actually, you know what? More women are coming through. We're going to get more tour card holders. It's going to be the case. But in order to get to that level where they can consistently compete with the men, they're going to have to have these opportunities. Simple as that. At what? At what point do the PDC turn around and go, actually, we're no longer offering women-only events and the uproar that that would cause? It's the same with the World Series. Think... What's the end goal? Once they've spread darts enough, are you suddenly just going to cut these events? Are you going to keep going while they become stale? Let's be honest, the Australasian leg of the tour has become quite stale. We're seeing the same players year in, year out. We've had a couple of breakthroughs from there, but the rest of the field, people like Glenn Mathers... We haven't really seen do much else. They're not pushing on I from see. it. So these areas that we're growing the game, does this become that? that? That's what I'm worried about, the reaction when they inevitably have to cut this at the end if the end game is a mixed tour. I, I, even if they do cut it, I don't think that people will be in the biggest uproar because people will say, well, at least you're given the opportunity. And as and more think, and more players come through, yeah. Sorry, Phil, go on, mate. You, and you, I think, you go. No, and, I, and I think by that point, when they do decide to cut it, enough women, girls, youth players coming through will then already be playing on the Dev Tour, on the Challenge Tour. So yeah. it's that integration of the ladies need a platform to integrate them into the system to improve their game. They, so this ladies they, series, say it lasts for... An idol. Um, maybe. <laughs> Okay, God, let's let's go back to the old show that we did before days before we, we joined forces with Mister with Mister Bars here. Do you remember when we were talking about the World Championships? And remember we were talking about Ted Evans against Fallon Sherrick. We said, and we and I will hold my hands up on this one. We didn't give Fallon Sherrick a prayer against Ted. We didn't give Fallon Sherrick a prayer. Right. We talked about Ted. We talked about Ted versus Mensal being an absolute scrap. Did we not? Same way with Makuru. I thought yeah. she'd give James Richardson a game, but I didn't expect her to get within two darts of winning the match. So there is that still that sigma there, I think, of women's darts players of going, oh, okay, well, she beat one bloke at Ted Everts, and she beat Ted Everts at the World Championships. When she beat Mensor, that just set it all off completely, a new level. It was a completely new level. And I think that... Once you see more and more players coming through those ranks and once you see more and more players being involved in it and getting to that to that stage, then I think that, that it will be good for the game. And I, I think we need I that do. start we need that starting process. But I'm also concerned that I... 
we we don't get the top quality come through this field. They don't perform as well as the ladies have in the past. And it undoes a lot of the hard work where a lot of them take a look and go, actually, I don't want that to happen to me. I, I'm still not sure that the majority of women players that can play at a professional level are at the same level as the majority of the men's tour. And that's the issue. And the, the image that causes, like, there is a lot of pressure on Fallon Sherrick's shoulders. A lot of pressure. And Lisa. Yes, she's done. She's done bits in in the Motors League, yeah, but I, I don't think the attention is on Lisa as much because, all right, there was there was a big crowd following for the UK Open, but other than that, she's doing her work on the on the um, on the Pro Tours. Fallon is in the media eye. If Fallon goes and we'd had the full World Series and she didn't win a leg, the suddenly the reputation of women's darts is in absolute tatters. It but is, but I don't think that get, happens. But, yeah, she, she, no, she, she I'm not saying it does. Current I think she's class and I think her finishing is, is min. But I just think there is a lot of pressure on on one woman's shoulder at the minute. Right, we've debated this long enough. Cards on the table right now. Who tops the order of merit for the fun, ladies? Fun and who Sherrick. gets the Grand Slam spot? Fallon Sherrick will top the order of merit. I think. Oh, sorry. No, excuse me. Fallon Sherrick will probably get the Grand Slam slot. I think, in terms of potential floor, it's it top of the order of merit. I don't know because Fallon doesn't really. We haven't really seen that 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 floor form really that much. I'll I'll, I'll go Makuru. I'll go Makuru. I think she is probably the most talented darts uh, women's darts player in the field at the moment. Gob. Bo Greaves. It's not I a bad think she's class. I think the form, I think the form that we saw uh, uh, going into the back end of the women's world championships last year, she was mopping up BDO style floor events with the odd stage at the end for fun. I just think she's class. Worry. She's been in that environment before, and I, I guess she's still a little bit young and, and can turn off. Is. Over lockdown, we've seen people playing a lot of darts. Now, we haven't seen her play any. I'm not saying she hasn't. And there's a big difference between even competitive practice online is better than just playing against yourself on a board. Mm-hmm. So that's a worry for me. And that's why I think Fallon wins both. Because... Possibly, but I think... That we've... Just because... Sorry, because we haven't seen her name doesn't mean she hasn't been playing. We, we said that about Daryl Gurney. He, he come out looking pretty sharp. And knowing them the way I do it from the past, her brother Taylor is a very, very steady dart player. He was playing development tour as well for a long time. If they're practising together, just to keep their arm in and going about their business, there's, there's no reason why he can't keep her at a considerable enough level to, to go and compete at this. 100% I agree. I'm not saying she hasn't, but off of what I've seen out in the public eye, I think Fallon wins both, personally. Just because, obviously, I know I've worked on the Modus League, so I've seen it up close, but I've seen her do some you special things. Well, you know, it's been nine months or twice. <laughs> um, I, I've, I've, I've just seen her do, even at home, just do special things. So I'm going to go for Fallon to win both. Maybe a little bit biased, but I don't care. Um, just before we go to the topic, a couple on you. 
Yep. Uh, a couple on YouTube. Jack, Lisa or Fallon. Yep. Sam, imagine a full integrated tour one day. It would be mint, I agree. Uh, Daz, who's in the Denmark event? We don't actually know because they didn't release the full lineup, I don't think. Or we'll have a look no, at the same for you. But... No, but they said that uh, Darius Lebanowskis and Daniel N- Nielsen were in, I believe. Um, and obviously Fallon, Fallon had them all. Um, Michael, Gary... Peter would have been in. Right. Um, so, uh, probably because he was in the top four at the time, wasn't he? When yeah. it would have happened because yes. Michael, Michael Smith only just jumped back back in. Well, I've just, I've, um, I've, I've just got the, I've just got the, I've well. just got some of them. I've just got some of them that were available. Uh, Marco Cantelli was going to be in there. Daniel Larson was going to be in there. And Mardis Rasmus was also going to be in there. And they said three times Danish representative. So they hadn't made a decision on that one yet. Yeah. Uh, quick on before we go into that subject. Uh, as we've spoken about the Players' Championships, mate, we did that first. And we're all looking forward to the awesome series. We all like the block of five, mate. So We can't wait. The next one. Yeah, buzzing. The next one. And probably the one that the players have been waiting for. There is finally news on, in Dan Dawson's words, the greatest tour in sports. The Euro tour is... Uber Alex. Yes, we have lost... Yes, we have lost some events, but at least there is going to be some action. We're not going to Budapest. Budapest is off. Prague is off. Gibraltar's off. Um, Cheap beer, for Christ's sake. Oh, great darts. Um, to be fair, we all knew that Gibraltar was off, but we obviously were under instructions not to say anything until the PDC did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, we, uh, we've all known Gibraltar's been off for a while. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so guys, the, the Euro Tour, it is back. And at least it's not a full tour, but at least the European Championship final makeup will be a little bit better than one event. Yeah, um, Hildesheim, going to be great. Can't wait. It's going to be fantastic, as it always is in, in Germany. And, and the weird thing is they're, they can't, they're not allowed to sing, are they? They're not allowed to sing. There's no fancy dress. What the hell does it going to be like when we're going to... Being where... booked for coughing in football. The world's gone mad. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's, let's, you know, be brutally, it, let's, let's be brutally honest. How long is that no singing going to last? The fancy dress they can control because well, they won't let you in if you turn up in it. However, if Michael Van Gogh goes up there and hits a nine dar, the place would erupt if they're all smashed. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're going to be like this, Phil. Like, we saw the... Not a chance. We saw the Asian legs of the World Series a number of years back when they first introduced it. It was dull. <laughs> 150 people sat in a hotel conference room not making any noise with a, with a polite, respectful clap every now and then. That is not televised crowd darts. At that point, don't put it in front of a crowd. Put it at MK, blast some crowd noise in. It's better for us watching at home. <laughs> yeah. um, but the thing is, just though, having, 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 to, having... Yeah, go on. Sorry, no, go, go, on, go, on. go on. No, go on, mate, go on. No, I was going to say, I, I gonna say right, with, with Hilda's time, I, I think it's great that we've got fans back in the venue more than anything. Even if we don't get any singing, even if we don't have any, have any 500 per session, the fact we're going to have fans back in the building is massive. 
And I, uh, someone asked me this, I think it was Richard Desardi asked me this on Twitter earlier today and said, do you think the world might go to Germany if they can have fans in there? I think this is a big test for PDC because if we can't have fans at the Ali Pali in London in December and we can have fans in Germany, somewhere in Germany, do not be surprised if the world get moved. Really, I, I do believe that. Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree that, look, no fans at Ali Pali or 1,700 in Germany. I think I know what what will happen. I think for a year, they'll, they'll move it to get bodies in. Per, look, we don't know this, everyone. We're just talking about no, different yeah. scenarios here. But my gut would be, yes. Uh, point here from Philip as well, that potentially, obviously, the qualifiers were done for these Euro Tour events back in September and March. Dimitri Vandenberg hasn't qualified, so will not be at the European Championships as it stands. Yeah. Just I, he's, he's asked our qualified. thoughts. <laughs> but just 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 one of them, mate. I don't think any other I don't think any of us saw what was going to happen back when the qualifiers happened. It's just bad luck. Um unfortunately yeah. on Dimitri. You think as well that there's a chance that Daryl Gurney and Adrian Lewis might not qualify because they didn't go to event number one. So they're behind the eight ball as well. They need to to do bits to to qualify as well. So I think it's just just un, unfortunate. Um, but like we said, the Eurosaur is back, which is the important thing. There's going to be fans in the arena and it gives some proper perspective on the European Championship finals because that could have been slightly off if there'd only been one event. So great news that Darts is moving forward in Europe. And mm. yeah, the PDC have potentially got some decisions to make. However, I kind of think if the rest of Europe are letting fans in, then the UK government will follow suit at some point. Because do they risk? Well, I, I, I mean, yeah. we tried it last week, didn't we? I mean, ballsed it up, but we did try it and there, there were trial events and that sort of thing. I think everyone got a little bit tetchy last minute with possible hotspots and spikes and all of that that's going on at the minute. But relative to where we have been before, before I think all our admissions and all the data suggest that we're, we're not anywhere near the significance of, of a full lockdown before. I think Joe and I have said it before that they might just get to a point where for sporting venues, you'll have to sign a disclaimer regarding Corona and it'll be on the back of your ticket or something. And and I think that'll be I'll the way it. that the world moves forward. Yeah, I'll go. <laughs> yeah. And I, that's I, not me showing a disregard for, for human health and safety. No. I just, I think what, that'll what, be the way the, the world the works one, at some point. The, the, big, the big one for me is going to be in November. The one that I am looking at for a potential return to fans is the Players' Championship Finals in my head. And I will say that until I am blue in the face. Not just because of the fact that it's it's a big event and it's a test of seriously, also tested for the world, but the amount of people, they will get 5,000 people on site throughout that entire weekend at Butlands. It's a huge, huge revenue source of Butlands in particular, as well as, as, well as the PDC. I don't see 5,000 people at Minehead in November. No, but I still, I, I could see two and a half, I, I could see two and a half, 3,000 potentially in there if they can space it out across the two rooms. And then maybe on the Sunday, right, it's right, a bit well, of a different well, well. story. Oh, well, well, I'm going to stop you yeah. there. Uh, I'm going to stop you there. 
Butlins, social distancing, spaced out. We've all been there. It is never happening in a million years. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what you're no. talking. I don't know what you're talking about. Saturday <laughs> nights, Saturday. There's, there's never anything going on in particular on a Butlins on a Friday or a Saturday night there. Um, no, 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 that's a fair point. But what I'd say is, is that 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 one is crucial because if we can get fans in for Butlins, we will get fans in for the world. If we can't get fans in for the world, then we are. So if we don't get any fans in for Butlins, then we are in trouble. Then we're in big trouble for the Worlds. I still think there's a chance of some fans for the Slam. Where, where's the venue going to be? At the moment, it's the Audley Leisure Village, but we've all been to the Leisure Village. Again, social distancing very rarely in place there. Yeah. I, I, the, 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 we're, all, we're all guessing and, and surmising here, but let, let's just hope. And Philip's obviously pointed out as well, White, Durant, Chizzy didn't earn any money in Hassle either. So the pressure is on them in these Euro tours as well. Um, Patrick, what about the JDC in November? In... Yeah, yeah. Um, JDC in November, I'd say, again, I don't know, but my gut is that if the pro if the Euro tour has been cancelled, probably not looking good either for the JDC, mate. Um, just putting two and two together and coming up with somewhere around four and hoping I'm right. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, like here's a couple yeah. other questions. Uh, Daz, uh, World Cup news. T- who will Team England be? Well, we don't know. Is the honest answer because we don't know when the cutoff is for the World Cup pairs. No, at the moment, no. At the moment, it is Michael Smith, England captain, and Rob Cross. However, Nathan Aspinall's in the mix, and depending when the cutoff is, I still think Glenn Durrant's in the mix a little bit as well. If he went and won one of the TV tournaments, or yeah. that's what I mean. We, 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 we don't goes, know where the cutoff is, but if he goes to Windsor Grand Prix semi final, if he goes to Windsor Grand Prix, straight up there, he's right up there in the mix. So, so right now, Team England will be Michael Smith and Rob Cross. 50 grand but, behind Rob Cross, yeah, but a final and a or winning a, a semi final, winning a final, and he's there. And the other thing you're not considering here. Mr. Garwood is everyone else is defending my and Glenn Durant isn't. And Glenn isn't. Correct. So, Glenn Durant firmly, uh, uh, Wade's got no chance. He's defending an absolute truckload. He's going to get a European Championship this year. In James the other one trust. is Team Holland. Team Holland. Christ, who's going to represent them? That's a minefield as well. Danny Knopper. What? Comfortably. Well, not comfortably. He's putting one ranking spot ahead of Jermaine and one three in a row is Knopper. I'm going to go out on a limb here, though, boys. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, I think Michael Van Gerwen might be the Dutch captain. But I'm going to appreciate that's a big shout at this point. If we know the PDC, they'll drag <laughs> Barney out from, from Trench. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've, we, we've got one from Ben on YouTube. Potential England women's team for the World Cup if countries can't travel. Um, right now, I'd say no. I, I Right now, I'd say no. However, if teams genuinely can't travel, I wouldn't put it past the PDC, mate, at all, because it is unbelievable yeah. marketing. And could yeah, you imagine... Yeah. Fallon and Lisa in the World Cup. Actually, I'm I'm warm into that idea. I like that. 
I've I've been partial to A and B teams for a long time now. I think I mentioned it last year. I think that'd be the only thing that I'd have thrown into maybe expanding the tournament. That and play pairs all the way. I, I don't like the the singles format. Um, but it's still oh, my favourite. You love the pairs. You do. You bloody love the pairs format. You make it a three-man team, two men and a lady in every team. Oh. Do the rest oh. of the world have oh. the to play a female player? I'm sure we can find them. Let's be fair, the early stages but of the I... World Cup, they managed to find representatives from some right random nations that we'd never heard of. Yeah, but they can play darts. Failing that, Jose will put a skirt on and play for Portugal as well. <laughs> Can I just say, some, of the, players, some of the players have large enough chests. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, whilst, whilst we're talking about the World Cup, um, Philip, MVG and Vincent van der Voort would be amazing. I agree that, that that is the best Dutch pairing for camaraderie and everything like that. That would be amazing. But if Vincent van der Voort uh, got into the World Cup, then there's no doubt in my mind that he wanted to just absolutely bulldoze down the press taller in, in, in Graz because he will hate it. <laughs> he'll just hate every video of the tour. So he'll go so he'll, he'll go back to the Barclay card and play it in Hamburg. <laughs> um, Daz, when is the next tournament big one? Um, so Premier League in a couple of weeks on Sky, mate, and the World Series final on ITV. I think that, yeah, World Series final in ITV is the next one, which is late September. September. So, not too long. Uh, yeah. To, not too Phil's long. Got, to, Phil's already to got wait. his passport. Yeah. Phil's got his passport out, ready to go there, Daz. He, he's looking forward to getting straight out to Salzburg in September. He'll be getting, he'll be going, he's well which was October. Yeah, he, oh, he's got it. He's got it. He's absolutely loving that. <laughs> he'll be gutted though. He's not going to Oktoberfest. Well, to, to be fair, it's, been really strange being at home when you spend probably two thirds of the year living out of a suitcase and going everywhere. Dang it, it's something I love doing. It's been, it's been weird, it really has. Um, yeah, about, yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't wait for our first actual studio show that when we're all in yes. the same studio together. That's going to be fantastic. Well, it's getting closer. Um, it's getting closer. Let, let, let's be fair. I don't know where everyone is, but right where I live, it's pretty much back to normal. Um, I know we've, yeah. we're not anywhere near one of the hotspots or anything like that. Um, but it's pretty much, you go, to, you go to Tesco's, they've got rid of their one-way system and it's a free-for-all again. So, you know, you know, you know it's getting yeah. back to normal. <laughs> but it's, like I say, it's just good. Um, good thing. Uh, Jack, Dimitri Vandenberg and Kim for the World Cup. Uh, look, they've, it's been those, it was those two last year as well and it, look that's a better team than Kim and Ronnie Dimitri is a far better player yeah. than Isn't Ronnie it? so I did, but I agree but I think you said it earlier with the camaraderie with Vincent van der Voort and Marco van Gerwen Kim and Ronnie just got each other I used to love watching them two play together the, the calmness that Ronnie brings to the game compared to the explosiveness of Kim. My favourite ever, ever game of darts is Paul Nicholson versus Kim Hybrex when they both completely lost the plot. <laughs> and the pairs game that followed that. And the pairs game that followed that was won by Ronnie. Ronnie was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, well, Patrick, well, what I'll tell you what, would you like to see it? Got, we're just going to fly through some questions. 
Um, Patrick, which country would you like to see in the World Cup and which countries like to be removed? Uh, I'd like to see Portugal. What? I'd like to see Portugal in the World Cup. Um, I don't know who plays with Jose, so. but I'd like to see Portugal. I'd like to see Portugal. I don't care who in. plays with him. If I don't care who plays with um, him, just get Jose de Sousa in the bloody World Cup now. To be fair, as in removing teams, last year I think was the best World Cup we've ever had because everyone has come on leaps and bounds standard-wise. So there wasn't a huge no, golfing class in the in the early rounds. So if I'm being honest, there's no one I'd really like to get rid of. As long as the, as long as the, as long as the Philippines stay in, so I can see Lawrence Ilargan's action. I don't really give a damn who goes. As long as the Philippines stay in, anybody else yeah, can go. Right. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the only Love other them. team I'd add is a team just made up of both Martin Atkins and watch people completely lose their head. <laughs> Martin Atkins. Martin, I Martin love Atkins. that. Hashtag, hashtag Wigan. <laughs> yeah, brackets Wigan. Uh, um, yeah, right, everyone. We've we've waffled for nearly an hour and fifteen minutes of your day. We've covered, I think, guys, pretty much everything we needed to this week in in the game. But, can you think of anything we've missed? Yes, I can, Phil. And that is, of course, we have our World Match Play signed programme winners that we have to announce. Anyone uh, think, this evening, anyone think we teed this up rather well? No, well, exactly. We actually planned this show. Who knew? Uh, a gob there, a gob there, pretending as if he's, he's, he's going cricket rather than golf, but we go again, we move. So, uh, right, we have two winners. We have one from Facebook and one from Twitter this time around. We'll start with the Facebook winner. That is Jack Derbyshire. Jack, congratulations, my friend. You will be getting one of our signed programs. We will DM you with all the details and ask for your details very, very late, uh, very shortly. And on Twitter, our winner on Twitter has been Karen Evans at CrazyCaz1961. Congratulations to you, Karen. You are also going to get a signed programme from Dimitri Vandenberg and Gary Anderson. Of course, the two finalists at the Betfred World Match Play. Well done, PB, on getting the autographs there. It's almost as if you knew the players, according to your Instagram. <laughs> well, I possibly couldn't comment on that. I don't know what you want about, lads. No, absolutely. I do have one more question before we go. Go on, what topping was on the World Match Play Champions Pizza? It was a garlic <laughs> chicken pizza. <laughs> garlic chicken? He wanted, plenty, he wanted plenty. He asked for extra garlic, actually, did our Dimitri. <laughs> wow, fair play to him. Well, don't forget as well, of course, uh, remember, uh, guys, if you haven't been able to watch the whole entire show, uh, don't worry about it because we will be putting it out on our podcast channels uh, across the across the week. It will be coming out to you probably later on tomorrow. And a reminder, of course, we're now available on Apple Podcasts. Thank the bloody Lord. Uh, it has been, uh, you do not understand the amount of emails that I've been going back and forth with Apple over the last few weeks. But we're finally there. Just find us on there. Just search the Online Darts Lounge and subscribe and make sure that you don't miss a thing there. Well, everyone, that brings us to a close. Remember, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to YouTube channel. Turn notifications on. We are very busy on it. So make sure you don't miss anything that we do. And, of course, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, we have them all. I'm Phil Bars, joined by Jolifee and, and Jack Gobby Garwood, as always. We will see you next week for another Live Lounge. Everyone, it's been an absolute pleasure.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.